Hello, welcome to Quizx podcast. This is Clinton Baptist, CEO of Quizx, and I'm recording this podcast somewhere close to the Western Ghats of India, and I'm inside the woods. If you listen to this podcast very carefully, you can hear cricket noises in the background. It's been a very long time Quizx podcast been not active on Spotify. But we were quite active on Instagram. Glad to be back on podcasting, and I personally believe podcasting is a really good way to convey information. In the case of Quizx podcast, we can get and dive into the detail. But in the case of uh, Instagram, we can convey information through visuals and illustrations. But the problem is we cannot put too much detail. and that's where podcasting comes into use okay let's get this started but before we start i would like to thank all the listeners who are listening to this podcast right now as well as all the 83 followers from all around the world been following quizx podcast and if you are listening this podcast for the first time make sure you hit the follow button and we will make sure and we'll try our best to keep you smarter every day today's podcast is all about as i promised cross laminated timber so if you are an architecture student or an practicing architect or somebody who's into product designing buildings civil engineering architecture construction or somebody who's into furnitures you must listen to this podcast if you are somebody else outside the architecture and construction world you should also listen to this podcast to build a bigger and better perspective okay let's get this started stay attentive be curious stay curious so what is cross laminated timber Cross laminated timber is widely used in Europe and it is one of the newest and hottest topics and materials in American construction industry today. It's strong, it's lightweight, it's sustainable, it's working with it efforts builder many great applications. Cross laminated timber is a specially engineered wood. It is a wood panel product made from gluing together layers of lumber cut from a single log since i cannot give you visuals on podcast but i can tell you this the cross laminated timber looks like and made of layers of specially cut woods and each layer of boards is usually oriented perpendicular to the adjacent layers and glued together on the white faces of each board usually in a symmetric way so that the outer layers have the same orientation and by now you can figure out why cross laminated timbers are stronger and sometimes as strong as steel so if you apply physics and you can see each layer of the cross laminated timber are oriented perpendicular to the adjacent layer so that's where its strength comes from so the layering is repeated to the desired thickness so typically 3 5 or even 7 layers sometimes based on the requirement these solid panels are then compressed and set to dry what result is a product that is strong and stable 
and overcomes the inconsistencies inherent in the unmodified wood. To make things interesting, let's have a small trivia. So, I will ask you a question followed by a series of clues. So, you just have to guess what's the answer. Ready? Yes. So, the question is, where was the first cross-laminated timber invented? Do you have any random country in your mind? Okay. So, I'll give you the first clue. The first clue is... It is a landlocked country located in Central Europe. Did you guess the answer? Okay, I'll give you the second clue. They are known for castles, palaces and buildings and other famous architectural work. So this is my second clue. The third clue is it is the 14th richest country in the world in terms of GDP per capita. So, what's your answer? Is it Germany? Wrong answer. The answer is Austria. Cross laminated timber. From now onwards, I will use a short form CLT. So, it was first developed and used in Austria in the early 1990s. Austrian born researcher Gerhard Skikoffer presented his PhD thesis research on CLT in 1994. Based on his extensive research and presentation, national guidelines for CLT were created and it was accepted as an element of engineering in the multi-story buildings in 2002. Europe remains the leading region for its production and use. In the early 2000s, the use of CLT in construction significantly increased and it is now a common method of construction in countries like Austria, Germany, Switzerland, Sweden, Norway and also in UK. There are fewer CLT manufacturers in North America but it's all because the US construction code is quite reluctant to give a green signal to CLT to be used in multi-story buildings and as of right now it has been restrictive towards the products used in buildings of six stories or more and this is changing the u.s construction code is gradually accepting clt to be used in multi-story buildings and the codes are constantly changing and when i checked on the internet today and on the website there have been eight variations and eight changes in the clt that means the u.s is gradually accepting uh, CLT and the pace at it which is doing it's quite faster if you are a curious person you may be asking how is it manufactured the manufacturing of CLT can be split into nine different steps primary lumber selection lumber grouping lumber planning lumber cutting adhesive application panel layer followed up by assembly pressing, quality control and finally and obviously marketing and shipping. The primary lumber selection consists of two to three parts, moisture content check, visual grading and sometimes depending on the application structural testing. Depending on the result of this selection, the timber fit for CLT 
will be used to create either construction grade CLT which is used in giving stability or structure to the building or it could be used in appearance grade CLT which is where uh, appearance or feel or look of the building is important. The grouping step ensures the timber of various categories are grouped together. For construction grade CLT, the timber that has better structural properties will be used in the interior layer of the CLT panel, while the two outermost layers will be of higher aesthetic qualities. For the aesthetic grade CLT, all layers will be of higher visual qualities. The planning step improves the surface of the timber. The purpose of this is to improve the performance of the adhesives between the layers. The timber is then cut to a certain length depending on the application and specific client needs. The adhesive is then applied to the timber typically through a machine. Application of adhesive must be airtight to ensure there are no holes or air gaps in the glue and the adhesive must be applied at a constant rate. Assembly pressing fully completes the othering process. There are two main types of pressing methods. One is vacuum pressing, one more is hydraulic pressing. In vacuum pressing, more than one CLT panel can be pressed at one time, making the process more time and energy efficient. The other advantage of vacuum pressing is that it can apply pressure to curved CLT panels as well because of the way the pressure is distributed around the whole structure. With hydraulic pressing, advantages include higher pressures and pressure placed on each edge can be specified. But this is quite expensive and quite time consuming since it depends on the pressure points to be applied on the timber. The quality control is then performed on CLT panels. Typically, a sanding machine is used to create better surface the CLT panels are also cut to suit the specific design. Often if the panels need to be conjoined to form longer structures, finger joints can be used. Now let's get into the advantages of CLT. CLT has some advantages as a building material including its design flexible. So the CLT has many applications, it, it can be used in walls, it can be used in roofs or ceilings. The thickness of the panel can easily be increased by adding more layers and the length of the panel can be increased by joining panels together. CLT is eco-friendly. It is a renewable, green and sustainable material since it is made out of wood. It can sequester carbon but differences in forest management practices translate into variations in the carbon sequestered. Now, at this point, many people ask, how is it even CLT a sustainable material since it is made out of timber or by cutting trees? To answer this, if you should look at the conventional building materials, the present conventional materials are being concrete, cement, steel, if you look at that, it is one of the worst polluters on earth and they are under top three highest greenhouse gas emitters. When the case of timber, timber is nothing but a sequestered carbon, a carbon stored by plant by absorbing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. 
So if anybody is using CLT for constructing, they're nothing but they're using stored carbon as a material instead of emitting carbon back to the atmosphere. The next good advantage of CLT is prefabrication. Floors or walls made from CLT can be fully manufactured before reaching to the job site, which decreases lead times and could potentially lower overall construction cost. CLT is a good thermal insulator. Yes, wood is a poor conductor which means that it is a good insulator of heat. Steel and concrete on the other hand are good conductors which mean that they more transmit heat. CLT buildings offer an additional thermal benefit in that the precise nature of the manufacturing process means that there is very little air leakage within the building envelope. Therefore, air at the preferred temperature is kept within the building and not lost to the outside environment which is equally relevant to cooling as it to eating. CLT is a relatively light building material. Foundations do not need to be as large and the machinery required on site are smaller than those needed to be lift heavier building materials. These aspects also provide the additional capacity to erect CLT buildings on site that might otherwise be incapable for of supporting heavier objects and eases infilling projects where construction is especially tight or difficult to access due to the pre-existing buildings around the site. CLT is also of use when you look at the labor management. The labor demand for CLT projects are also less. In a tight labor market, this can be very significant and the prefabricated panels require fewer workers to place them and there may also be options around which type of labor is being used. CLT is strong. Blast testing has revealed impressive performance and where this is a requirement for blast resistance, cost saving can be realized using CLT. And it has a good fire performance and the fire dangers are always top of mind when considering a wood structure and significant research has been conducted. During fire testing, steel connections are the typical point of failure, not CLT itself. The natural process of chairing during the fire usually, require, usually serves to protect the structural integrity of the product. This is not an open and shut case, however, and the discussion around this topic continues. With regards to aesthetics, it is indisputable that architects are doing beautiful things with CLT. But this is also where things can get complicated with regards to transportation and details and connections. With CLT, there is less noise at the construction site. Less work on the site means less noise on site. And there are certainly circumstances where this is a factor. Now let's see what are the disadvantages of CLT and CLT also has some disadvantages including higher production cost. Being a relatively new material, CLT is not produced in many locations. Also the production of CLT panels require considerable amount of raw materials compared to regular stud walls. It has a limited track record. CLT is relatively new material so it has not been used in many buildings projects. A considerable amount of technical research has been done 
on CLT, but it takes time to integrate new practices and result into the building industry because of the building industry's path-dependent culture, which resists deviating from established practices. CLTs have poor acoustic performance. In terms of acoustic performance, it's quite a poor now. And in order to achieve acceptable acoustic performance, more CLT panels must be used. According to this CLT handbook, two CLT panels with the mineral in between achieves the international building requirement for sound insulation in walls. It's a trivia time. There will be a question similar to the last one and I will be giving you a question followed by a series of three clues. You just have to guess the answers and you can change your answers as as far with the clues. Are you ready? Cool. So the question is which country has the tallest cross laminated timber building in the world? Yes, a keep a country in your mind. I will drop a first clue. So it's in European country, more specifically, it's a Scandinavian country. Yes, keep your answers ready. And the second clue is the country is filled with mountains, glaciers, and deep coastal jorts. And the third clue is the capital of this country has a beautiful museum which has preserved a 9th century Viking ship. Yes. Do you have an answer? What's your answer? Did you guess Sweden? Wrong. The correct answer is Norway. Congratulations to anybody who thought of Norway. So, how long is the world's tallest timber building? It is named Jostarnet. It is a 18-story mixed-use building uh, situated in Norway completed in 2019 and it stands 280 feet tall. The building offers a hotel, uh, apartments, office, uh, restaurant and common areas as well as a swimming hall in the adjacent first floor extension. As the main vertical lateral structure element on the floor spanning system, Josh Tarnett are constructed from timber, the building is considered an all-timber structure. An all-timber structure may include the use of localized non-timber connections between the timber elements. It may also include non-timber floors as long as the decks are supported by a primary structure made in timber. And the next tallest wooden building is 276 feet tall, a 24-story I Hoho Tower, uh, which is situated in Austria. However, this building is a timber concrete composite building since it has a concrete core stabilizing the building. And the Japanese wood product company Sumitomo Forestry Co. is composing uh, it as proposed, uh, proposed to build a biggest, the tallest all timber structure in the world and it is to be expected to be completed in 2041 and it will stand as tall as 1,200 feet.
And here we come to the end of this session. I hope I made cross laminated timber concept clear to you. If it did, well, this podcast is a success. Thank you for listening until the end. Thank you for your time and your attention. We'll be back with more episodes. Until then, stay safe, stay curious. Long live curiosity.